Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio, where we feature great interviews, inspiring stories, and candid conversations. So join us. Hey, this is Seawolf from the hit web series, Hey Shipwreck. You're listening to Wendy and Marie on Navy Wife Radio, SubmarineWife.com. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Navy Wife Radio. This is Wendy. And chances are you know somebody who's PCSing or maybe you're PCSing yourself. Uh, There's probably moving trucks on your street right now, especially if you live in base housing. They're probably a familiar site. And so tonight uh, we're going to be talking about some crazy and unique PCS stories since it is the the summer PCS season that we're in right now. Uh, Today is June 3rd, 2008, and we just celebrated our 50th show. So I'm just so excited to share that with you guys. And um, uh, and I I think that Jessica is joining me tonight. Jessica, are you there? Yes, I am. Can you hear hey. me okay? Yes, I can. <laughs> All right. How are you doing? Hello. I'm great. Good deal. Good deal. I just welcomed everybody, and I. I wanted to say thanks to all of our listeners who are tuning in live. We're live here um, Tuesdays at 9 p.m. Eastern, and um, our show tonight is probably going to be a little bit shorter, 30 or 45-minute show. Um, If you're listening to us live and you guys want to instant message us, um, the Navy Wife Radio account, I couldn't really get to work, so my screen name is Navy Wife Wendy. You can instant message or you can... Um, ask a question in the chat room, and just remember OPSEC, it's operational security, so uh, when you do send a message, just your first name only, no discussion of ship unit or boat names or names in conjunction with your command, and that ensures that we keep everyone's husband safe. So um, so welcome, Jessica. I know Jessica has exciting news today, I think, right? Oh, yes. She had a homecoming. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead, Jessica. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. We're bad at talking over each other. We get too excited. So you know, <laughs> know. She's, she's taking time out of her homecoming day to call in and talk, chat with all of you guys and give us a live report from from her homecoming. So he's home, right? Yes. I was going to say today was the homecoming of the USS Nimitz, and so everything went off without a hitch, and uh, lots of people got to be with family. So it was a really exciting day. Got to see, um, you know, the ship come in and um, you know, all the festive things going on on the pier and people getting excited. So it's been a real high-energy, adrenaline-pumped, emotional day. <laughs> I'm so excited for you. I can't wait to see some of the pictures. Hopefully you have a homecoming picture or two that you'll post. Oh, definitely. Definitely. I've got lots of them. <laughs> okay, good. Oh. <laughs> oh, so exciting. Okay, so we'll talk more about the homecoming day here in just a moment. Jessica's going to hang out with us for a little bit, and then um, then she's got to run, of course, back to her husband, so we completely understand. Um, I wanted to tell everyone, if you um, are new to our show, um, a little bit about what our show is. We talk about all kinds of things military, and um, we talk about other things, too, like goal setting and fitness and um how to um, get a job. We do career shows on all kinds of neat stuff. So uh, tonight's show, we're, like I said, we're going to talk about PCS stories. 
And um, so, you know, sometimes we have guests and sometimes we do, um, you know, just a girls' night. Tonight we have a military spouse calling in who's going to share her PCS experience from Japan, so that's exciting for us to have a guest on the show. And um, if you're listening to us in the archives or you want to know how to do that, you can just download our podcast. You go to iTunes and search for Navy Wife Radio. Our new show is available 30 minutes after airtime, and you can subscribe via um, iTunes and listen to it while you're working out or driving to work or cleaning your house or whatever. We'll keep you company during your husband's or your spouse's deployment. So very cool. All right, so um, so tell me about the deployment or the um, homecoming, sorry. <laughs> what time did they get in? Let's see, they were scheduled to come in at 10 o'clock this morning, and they arrived about an hour early, so that was an exciting surprise. Oh, and, they were um, early. Oh, yes. So that was great. Everybody was really excited about that. And, boy, you sure do have to get there early, too. If you don't get there early, it's hard to find parking. So fortunately, we got there nice and early and didn't have to walk too far to the pier, but it was just so exciting. It was just great to see all of the people and just everybody just getting along. And it just was a really wonderful, wonderful homecoming. I really enjoyed it. Of course, it was wonderful to see my husband. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was so really you're, good. And your parents are there, right, or is it his parents? Yes, it's my parents. They're actually um, – uh, my husband and I are going to sneak off to a bed and breakfast and leave the kids the – kids, uh, in uh, another hotel with the, the grandparents, so that'll be nice to have a night away from everybody and to ourselves. So that's always good to do. <laughs> well, that's that is you know a big question we always get. You know, should if family wants to come to homecoming, how do we feel about that? And mm, I, uh, yeah, yeah, that is a big one. I was going to say I think Go it ahead. depends on your family. You know, depends on you know. You know, whatever works for you and your family, that's what's best, you know. There's not really, I don't think there's really any definite, you know, definite line, absolutely never bring family or, you know, you should every time or, you know, you have to do what what works for your family and what works best. But for us, this worked out because it was kind of kind of nice because then we kind of get an escape, you know, and then we can enjoy the family time together as well. That's good. Right. No, I, I agree. <laughs> You'll have to excuse the background noise. I'm outside. I'm, I'm in San Diego right now, obviously. So I'm outside. I kind of sneaked away from everybody, but it's kind of, <laughs> we're by a shipyard, so it's really noisy and you hear honks and beeps and all kinds of, so excuse the noise. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't hear too much noise, so it's okay. It's fine. Oh, good. Um, but I agree with you, though. I think homecoming um, and having family come for homecoming is really a personal choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've we've done it both ways, and I think that um, just what works for your friend or your girlfriend uh, might not work for you. And mm-hmm. if you want your parents to come or his parents, then more power to you. Or if you just want to have the time alone, then more power to you, too. It just is a personal decision that I think is um, unique for everyone. I don't think there's a yeah. right or wrong answer to that. So, sure. All right. Well, cool. Um, uh, I wanted, I had a couple things on the Eye on the Fleet that I wanted to talk about just really quickly before we do our first PCS stuff. Uh, we had... Uh, in the Navy Times, I was reading, um, there was a, in our, we have a segment on our show called Someone You Should Know, and what that segment is, is if we've had a fallen soldier or sailor or service member, 
and we just want to bring them to your attention and feel like they're someone you should know and, and honor them by remembering them. And um, last week they, we had a fallen submarine sailor um, who was IA to Afghanistan, and um, the memorial for him, and his, his name was Lieutenant Jeffrey Amon. I hope I'm saying that right, A-M-M-O-N, uh, will be uh, tomorrow at 2 p.m., and he was um, he was killed by an IED in the Abadan district of Afghanistan on May 20th. So our hearts and prayers, you know, our heartfelt, you know, sincere prayers and thoughts go to his wife and his family. Uh, we we never like hearing news like that, but oh, we, yeah. we he was, um, uh, you know, been in the Navy for 22 years, went on an IA to, you know, quote, do his part. He was on the um, the USS oh. Alabama before um, going to Kitsap. That's where he he deployed from. He was um, at the I'm trying to look it up at the Navy Times the the former operations officer at the Navy Region Northwest Operations Center. That's where he deployed out of. So so our just oh. thoughts and prayers go out to his family, and we just we um, definitely you know we just definitely want to honor him. So. And I had that news. And then there was a Medal of Honor uh, ceremony at the White House today. And um, it was a 19-year-old soldier. And you have to read about this. You just go to NavyTimes.com. And it's right up there. And this uh, its name was Specialist Ross McGinnis. And his parents were presented the Medal of Honor by um, the president today at the White House. And uh, basically the story of... Um, what happened, Jessica? It's just—I don't know if you've read about. Have you read about it at all? No, I haven't no. heard that one. I hadn't heard this one either. There was a a, a a grenade that went into their tank, and there was four guys in the tank. Oh my he was goodness. at the top of the tank, like the gunner, I guess. He saw mm-hmm. where the grenade went in at, and was going to jump out in a way, and then he realized his four buddies didn't know where the grenade was, and so he basically oh. just fell on the grenade. And sacrifice himself. I know it just gets me choked up talking about it. So we just, um, you know, our hearts, you know, heartfelt thoughts and prayers go out to his family as well. Definitely. So that's um, who we have in our someone you should know series, and we just think it's important to to honor them, you know, by just mentioning their name and letting them know that we're thinking about them. So, so that's what I have there. And then on a brighter Mm -hmm. note, um, the Military Self Magazine. Um, you know what? Mm-hmm. Let's take a quick break. How about we do okay. that? Okay. And then, and then when we come back from the break, we are going to talk about PCS stories. If you have, if you're listening to us live and you want to call in with a, a quick story or comment about your PCS experience, hopefully our switchboard is working on Block Talk Radio. Sometimes it gives us some trouble, but we'd love to take your call. That number is six four six six five two four six two nine. That's 646-652-4629. Okay, and we'll be right back after the break. USAA salutes military spouses for your service and sacrifice on the home front. Whether it's preparing for deployment, having a baby, or making that next PCS move, we'll help you navigate through all the stages of military life. We've served families like yours for more than 84 years, and we can help you achieve your financial goals. Log on to USAA.com for a free financial assessment or call USAA's Financial Advice Center at 
800-806-5033 for advice on everything from credit cards to life insurance. USAA means United Services Automobile Association and its affiliates. Financial advice provided by USAA Financial Advisors Incorporated, a registered broker-dealer. Log on to USAA.com or call us toll-free 1-877-806-5033. USAA, we know what it means to serve. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio, and this is Wendy, and I'm here with Jessica. And the latest issue of Military Spouse Magazine, we touched on it at the end of our show last time. Um, they have a big section on um, PCS experiences, and, and I don't know if you read um, that that's edit- the editor of the magazine. Did you read what her, her letter to the editor was? Um, you know what? I didn't. Oh, it's so I good. You have to read it. I sit down and read that one, and it's, I'm so excited about it. And I haven't. I got it in the mail as I was leaving for vacation, and I brought it along with me. So, I oh, you'll have to start me. right there. Well, just I know. And usually, as soon as I get my magazine, I sit down, grab my cup of coffee, and curl up on the couch. Um, sorry, I'm distracted by the um, the um, the chat room. My um, Hillary is in the chat room. Hi, nice. How nice. Hi, too. Hi, Hillary. Um, we need to talk on the real phone and not via the computer. Um, well, you know, I want to tell everybody that the Military Spouse Magazine has an article in there that Jessica wrote that we want to um, spend some time talking about. It's just a cool piece, and it's sharing PCS stories. There's about five or six different um, crazy, unique stories of um, spouses who have moved cross-country, have moved from um, – one of them was from you know Washington to Hawaii in her experience, so um, – so uh, let, tell everybody your PC, that PCS experience that you had in the Military Spouse Magazine, and then I'm going to ask you some more questions, too, about it. I was going to say, uh, one word of advice uh, for PCSing is um, if you're expecting, make sure you map out all the hospitals, even if you're not expecting, you know, your due date's not anytime soon, because... Um, my last PCS move, as a matter of fact, I was pregnant with my son, and oh my goodness, uh, the article um, talks about trying to make a cross-country move with a baby on the way and supposed to be on bed rest and um, just all of the crazy things, that battles that we had to face and getting the move set up, and it was my first move. Um, to set up and it was all by myself, so it was kind of like, Whoa. but if you check out, it was out your first military, move. It was your yes, first move. It was oh my, my very first move. <laughs> so when when uh, I married into the Navy, I got the, I got the uh, what do you call it? The welcome and welcome aboard right away. <laughs> I got the full load of it, so it was exciting. I don't know. It just um, you have to check it out in the magazine. I. My mind's just going so fast right now, but um, it's a pretty interesting article. I have to read about it. But, well, you know, um, I um, I talked to a girl today who um, who talked about how when she PCS'd, she had a room in her house where she put a sign up that said, do not pack this room because <laughs> the movers, would, you know, would pack everything. Do you, uh-huh. do you have to do something like that too? Um, no. Or they take everything? Uh, they took everything. 
Well, um, yeah, she said they ended up packing out that room, and what was oh, in there no. were all of her photo albums. And oh, then, no. Yes, she said it was just tragic. And then, of course, that room, for whatever reason, was not in her household good shipment, <laughs> including yeah, all of the Yeah, we had some albums. interesting I was going to say, some of the things that weren't in the article, I'll tell you, those, um, uh, a lot of things came up missing. It was funny. All of our, our um, any clothes that had a designer label were gone. And good thing, if you're going to move, that's another thing, is uh, make sure you sign sign off on the insurance. I know that a lot of them, they have, like, um, insurance already, but just make sure you check that. Make sure that the movers and or um, or that you have, I, sometimes your renter's insurance will cover that too. But um, just kind of make sure those little backup things are in order. That's really, 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 really important. So that way you, um, if there is, you know, by any chance something lost or missing, you know, you're covered. But some things, you know, aren't always covered. I had a, also had that same move. It's kind of fun. Well, it's not funny now. I mean, it wasn't funny at the time, but it's kind of funny I kind of laugh about it now, but um, I had a little a rocking chair that was mine since I was a baby, and then it was my mother's when she was a child. That was gone, so it was oh, funny. No. It's not funny. I know it's not, but it's just you know anything that you could think of that could go wrong went wrong. <laughs> but we made it. We're alive. We're okay. You know, and I guess that's the. The whole idea of telling the story is, you know, it, it, it can be bad sometimes, and, you know, sometimes it's relatively easy and everything goes smooth, but, you know, we all make it out okay. <laughs> and it maybe takes care of us, so that's good. That's a good point. But, no matter how bad it seems, <laughs> you'll get through it, right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. and, you know, one of sure. the things, too, is that um, – I don't. Did you, you know, Sarah Smiley's column? She writes about military. dot com. I don't know. Have, oh, have yeah. you read it this week? You probably have because your husband's coming home. I should quit saying that. <laughs> um, one, her column this week talks about saying goodbye to civilian friends when you PCS. Uh-huh. That's something we don't always talk about, but um, you know, your military friends understand, you know, what it's like to PCS. They understand that they'll uh, that it's part of the military lifestyle. They mm-hmm. real they there is a chance you will PCS again back to the same duty station, and those are things that aren't necessarily going to happen with your civilian friends. I mean, it, once you move away, the chances of them moving to where you're at are slim. To right, and right. The chances of you moving back to where they're at are the same. You know, they're not um, they're not a great it's not a great percentage of that happening. So leaving right. friends behind is a hard part of PCSing. And uh, you can check out Sarah's column over at military.com. You just you just search for Sarah Smiley, and it's a great piece on. So if you're struggling with that, it's a great article that you can relate to her experiences. They're getting ready to PCS to uh, Bangor, Maine. Oh, fun! Lots of snow up there. (laughs) (laughs) Sarah, it's funny. Sarah, um, a lot of the things that she wrote actually, um, some of the things she wrote actually pulled me through. Our, my first, you know, deployment when, when my husband was gone really helped a lot. But Yeah, I know. So if you're listening to us and you've never read any of Sarah Smiley's work, you just Google her name, Sarah Smiley, and you can, you can look up um, her column and um, her book, and um, it'll help you get through a deployment. It's 
a really interesting read. So um, she, she always has a good laugh. <laughs> yeah, she's funny. So um, when you need a laugh, when they're packing out your household goods, you know, between her and JennySpouse.com, she has. A, we posted a cartoon up on the the blog today that has a moving PCS cartoon from JennySpouse.com because laughter is always the best medicine, right? Uh huh. That's for sure. <laughs> well, I we I think we have a caller. I think it's Jackie. So what we're going to do right now is take a quick break. And then, okay. Jessica, if you want to hang out for like another, sure. you get another little bit, and then I'll, and then sure. we'll, we'll let you go after that. So everyone will be right back um, with Jackie. She's going to tell us her PCS story from Japan, which is going to be exciting. So stay tuned. We'll be right back after the break. Here we go. Here we go. This is the Chief from AskTheChief.com, and you're listening to Wendy and Marie on Navy Wife Radio. If you have a Navy-related question, visit our website at AskTheChief.com where we've been keeping sailors informed for over five years now. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio. Um, I'm, I'm sure a lot of you are wondering, when is Ask the Chief's show going to be on? Because we were going to try and do it in May. But, of course, uh, with deployments and scheduling and everything like that, we've we've pushed it back till June. So that will be coming in two weeks. Um, Ask the Chief is going to have their own show. It will be on My Military Life uh, channel on Block Talk Radio, so that's coming soon. And if you don't, ha- if you don't have us on your um, – what am I trying to say? If you're not on our email list for our e-newsletter, you want to go to NavyWifeRadio.com and sign up, and that way when we do announce the showtime and date, we can email it to you. And um, and then you can listen in on that show for the guys. So uh, next up we have Jackie on the line, and I think she's there. Hey, Jackie. Hi. How are Hi, you? Jackie. <laughs> I'm good. Hi. <laughs> Jackie, meet Jessica. Her husband just came home today. He was on the the, the Nimitz. The yes. Nimitz. Oh, good for you. That <laughs> yeah, was an exciting an exciting thing when they come back from deployment. Oh, for sure. Yes. So well, how are tonight, you doing? <laughs> yeah. Nate is working on his, I don't know what it's called, but it's like the lanyard that connects to the bosun pipe. Uh-huh. He's, down, he's downstairs doing his little whatever he has to do to, I guess, make it. We bought oh, um, 32 yards of macrame. Is that what it's called? It's, it's uh-huh. Like that. Yep. But yeah, he, he got 32 yards. Oh wow! <laughs> so he's on a mission. There's some sort of retirement thing going on. So. Oh fun. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. I know. I told Jackie he was playing it the other night, and I said, "Oh, we need him to play that for some type of audio file because that would be fun." You know, <laughs> we like to have all kinds of cool audio files. So, well, Jackie, we're talking about PCS stories, and you and I are friends, and we work together, and. I know Jackie from work, and she PCSed to the States from Japan while her husband was at sea. And um, her story is kind of a long, kind of crazy one. Um, I don't know if it could have been any crazier, only if she would have had kids thrown into the mix. Um, But um, so you were in Japan, and you got, I know you left before him, so you were job searching, and and kind of walk us through what happened. Okay. well, our window for orders came up, I guess, last August, so August 2007, 
and we started, you know, putting in for orders, and we kept getting rejected, and, and we were, like, really disappointed, and it looked like he was going to have to go back to another boat um, to do another back to, a back-to-back sea tour. And lo and behold, I mean, we got orders for Millington, and we both kind of looked at each other <laughs> for, like, Tennessee. Like, there's no water in Tennessee, but, hey, it's shore duty, so we said, well, why not? We took them. Um, and that was, let's see, we got confirmed in the beginning of November. And because I don't have children, you know, my focus isn't on getting them situated, you know, the, the whole school calendar and, um, you know, getting them ready to PCS or anything. So my concern was more of where am I going to stay and, of course, um, a job because I'm so used to working. I have not. Me not working is really difficult because I get really bored at home and I end up shopping online way too much. And so <laughs> I started job hunting and being in Japan, like the job market is really tight, so you can only work on base. And if you work in the Japanese community, you have to like go get a special visa for that, and it's, it's a huge hassle. So I was expecting the job search to be a little bit easier coming back stateside and of course I didn't know if I was going to be able to do the interviews and we had already discussed it and put put a budget aside that if I had to fly back to the state to do an interview that we could afford it um but luckily oh wow yeah I found the Ziders website which is who I work for now Wendy and I work for Ziders and they're like one of the biggest contracting company for the Navy as far as uh, fleet and family support centers go and, I, I mean, they're all over the place. And San Diego, I know, is a big Ziders location, um, and so is Virginia. But anyway, so I got – I found the job that I wanted, kind of similar to what I was doing in Japan, and I said, hey, why not? You know, it, it's a long shot, but I'm going to go there anyway. And so I applied, interviewed, got the job, and this was maybe, oh, Thanksgiving, the week of Thanksgiving. And then um, – my op supervisor called and said, hey, they want you in Millington in December. And we weren't scheduled uh-uh. to PCS until April. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. So my husband was, he was at sea, you know, underway. And, and so I did, like, everything. I arranged to pack out. And I, because we had figured, you know, if I'm going to go ahead, then, you know, I'm obviously going to need BAH and all that stuff over here. Oh, yeah. And so yeah. poor guy, he had to move out of our apartment and onto the ship, <laughs> and it was, it was just such a shift for him. I felt really bad, but, you know, it was like my one opportunity, I felt, to actually have a job that I wanted to do that I really mm-hmm. what I was, you know, and so that really took a lot of strain off of me. Um, right. And then, so the next thing after I got the job was, okay, I know I have to go, and they were nice enough to... I say that, like, benevolent. No, but really, they were nice enough to give me the time to spend with him in Japan through the holidays because um, they had gone into holiday stand-down. And so right the day after Christmas, I flew out and came to Memphis. And, of course, he stayed in Japan. He didn't come with me. And um, the first thing I guess I did after I accepted the job and everything, we were planning the pack-out and stuff, was where am I going to stay because I'm from – I'm from Hawaii, and I've never lived anywhere further than San Diego prior to going to Japan. And so I didn't know anything about the area. Um, 
you know, how do you You've get never been to Memphis. I know. You told Memphis. me you've never yeah. been here. Yeah. <laughs> never, you know, and and the, the culture shift was so great because in Japan, it's like you drive on the left side of the road. and Oh, that's right. Oh, no. <laughs> so here I am. You see driving on the right side of the, on the left side of the oh, road. Oh, no. In kilometers and, it, it, you know, just basically on base because you go off base and I'm sure your listeners who have ever lived in Italy or anywhere overseas, they they don't really follow the same kind of traffic <laughs> that, that we do. Right, <laughs> right. They drive a little crazy. Yeah, and just a little. <laughs> yeah, on this really tiny street, right? Um, so that was another thing for me. So I knew I needed to find an apartment and I needed to find a car because I needed to be at work about six days after I got to Memphis. So I had to get situated in those six days because I had to go to work on January 2nd. Like the day after New Year's, I was already at work. And I had used um, the Internet pretty heavily to get myself situated. After we did the packout and everything, um, I went to, you know, apartments.com and rent.com, and I started looking up apartments. I started... I used Google Earth, and I kind of mapped it out as far as, like, where it was situated from the base. So I knew, okay, these are the main roads, and if I had to, you know, I'm, I'm only interested in getting from my house to work and back. Like, I don't care about going down to Beale Street and having a drink. <laughs> <laughs> That's really not important. Uh, so I found the apartment, and then the next thing on the list was a car. And, I again, I used the Internet, and I went to um, – CarMax, CarMax.com, and um, and I found the car, and I we called him, sent him emails, and um, CarMax has really worked out really well because they have that five-day guarantee where if you, you know, you get the car and you don't, for whatever reason, you don't like it, you can just return it. Oh, I didn't days. know that. I didn't know that about yeah. CarMax. Mm-hmm. And oh, so, wow. And, of course, they have, like, a 30-day warranty, so, like, if anything happens, and I'll get into that in a second. But if anything happens, they'll take care of it within those first 30 days. So. Oh, wow. Yeah, and I didn't know anybody here in Memphis either. So what happened was um, my husband's sponsor, and I love sponsorship. It's, like, such a great program. His sponsor had actually sent us a whole bunch of information. And we found out, you know, we figured out that we wanted to buy a house because since we got married, you know, three and a half, almost four years ago, that was the big agenda. It was, okay, we're going to go to Japan, we're going to pay off our bills, we're going to save our money, and we're going to come back to the States, and we're going to buy a house. So, so far, so good. Um, and then I found my realtor, and my mom actually hooked us up because my mom's a realtor, and I think she used her network or whatever and got a referral for me. And um, luckily, I had either my husband's sponsor or the realtor to choose from to, you know, pretty much pick me up from the airport, take me to my apartment, <laughs> <laughs> get checked in, and then take me to get the car, and then, you know, just kind of... Um, drive you around, me. and yeah, yeah right. And, and show me this is the main road, and, you know, kind of let me get my bearings. And so I ended up going with the realtor because I didn't want to bother his sponsor. You know, she has a job, and she has to... she doesn't need to take time out of her work day basically to usher me around everywhere. So um, my realtor showed up, and that's a whole other story, home buying by yourself. (laughs) 
in such a huge investment in your husband or your spouse, you can't see the house and um, oh, yeah. So I'm kind of digressing and going off in 40 different directions, but that's pretty much what PCSing over here for me was like. It was just kind of like getting everything set up logistically and then you know just kind of being flexible enough to know that I okay I need some room to move, but I really need to stay on task. And so. Long story short, I figured I needed a house, a car, um, how to get to work, where to buy food. Uh, <laughs> I, had to transfer, I had to transfer my TRICARE um, from oh, Japan wow. to the southeast region, or, yeah, southeast region. Um, and they say to do that, you know, 60 days or 30 days out so that you are covered because you're only covered for a certain amount of time while you're in transit. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, I got here and four days later, you know, five if you include New Year's, New Year's Day, I went to work and the rest is history. Got everything set up and my husband showed up in time to sign the paperwork for the house. I know, oh, isn't that crazy? <laughs> well, it's like I have some questions about, I have some questions about the house buying thing. Okay. Um, what we'll do right now is we're going to take a quick break. And, Jessica, I know you got to run. you got to go be with your husband. Um, I probably just um, tell him I said thank you for letting me steal you away for a half Oh, I hour. sure will. It was and so great to hear from you, too, Jackie. Oh, same here. I, I caught the tail end of, your, of what you guys are talking about, and I'm like, I can totally relate to stuff just disappearing. Oh. Totally. <laughs> I know, and I especially – Mhm. I noticed too that you'd mentioned about sponsors sponsorship, and that is such an an awesome program. You are so right on that. That that's just like something that really like I don't know kind of stood out in your story was just you know it's so important to have those resources and to keep in touch with those because those people are there to help you. And oh my goodness, you know especially if you're doing a move alone. You know, like you did and so many other spouses sometimes, you know, have to do with, you know, it's not really by choice. It's just something you just have to do. And right. um, that sponsorship program is awesome. It's just so much help. But I will let you girls go. And it was okay, good Jessica. talking to you. <laughs> Thanks, Jessica. I'll be talking to you Thank you, soon, you Wendy. Okay. Oh, you're All right. welcome. Bye-bye, Jackie. Okay. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs> All right. We'll be right back after the break, everyone. This is ET1, Pat Rabby, the creator of Hey Shipwreck, and you're listening to Wendy and Marie on Navy Wife Radio, SubmarineWife.com. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio, and this is Wendy, and tonight we're talking about PCS stories, and I'm here with Jackie, and she's talking about her PCS move from Japan to the States, and um, we were just talking about her and her buying a house, while her husband's still at sea and in and out and and um, him showing up for the closing. And um, I wanted to ask you, you know, going through all that, you know, would you do it all over again? Because I was, I was there during that time. It was pretty stressful. Um, would you do it all over again like that? Uh, yeah. You probably, probably would. I was going to say. I probably, I probably would, yeah. I mean, it's... You know, if things are different, like if I had a child, especially if I had a baby or a toddler, you know, and, and now that we have the dog, it, it would be added stress for me. But I think 
I definitely do it again. And and you know what? Actually, moving overseas, coming back from Japan, was a lot easier than going to Japan. I mean, for obvious reasons, I'm coming back to America. But at the same time, it's like the information, what I learned going over there, and the information that I gathered being there before I came back, really made the difference. the, the sponsorship program, I didn't even know <laughs> what a sponsor was. I didn't know that I could call, you know, the the base or I could call somebody at my new duty station or, you know, and, and be like, okay, hey, can you help me get a, a room at the Navy Lodge? Can you help me with this? Is there any way I can do this? And um, the Navy, I know you mentioned earlier, the Navy takes care of us. They really do. You know, it, it's pretty amazing to me that, my move actually went as smooth as it went. And my household goods showed up within a month and a half, coming all the way from Japan to Memphis. And you know what? Oh, for wow. The first time, it's for my first, this is my, it was my fourth move, fourth move in four years, and nothing was missing on this, in this pack out. Really? Yeah. That's, that's awesome. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So, the movers, so anybody listening from Japan, living in Japan, um, don't worry about your stuff. I mean, with a grain of salt, of course, because something might get broken or something may happen in the shipping container. But for the most part, that was the best pack out and everything that I've ever experienced. And, and all my stuff showed up, which is awesome. That is, you know, I was reading today too the Kitty Hawk. They just left Japan a mm-hmm. couple of days ago. Well, I think the end of May, actually. And um, so there'll be a lot of people PCSing if they haven't already. I think a lot of them have already left. Have already left. Yeah, to make room for the the carrier, the new carrier coming in. The new one. Well, that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, well, I know that when you were um, house hunting, one of the things I thought you would you did that was kind of cool is you looked up the map, and you know Jackie is from Hawaii, so she wanted to live near the water. Everyone, and so we actually I actually went house hunting with her one time, and um, she had looked up on the map to find lakes or ponds or any kind of water source and then looked at the streets next to those ponds or lakes or whatever to see if there were any houses for sale and then put in those streets into the real estate website and did a search, right? Isn't that how you did it? Yep, that's exactly how I did it. I I pulled up Google Earth and just kind of looked over the area and I said, okay, um, this is close you know, this is a pretty good-sized body of water, and, hey, why not, you know, let's see what the price range is in that area, and I just, I got lucky. I found two houses within my price range, you know, right next to a lake. I mean, I don't, I'm not sure, I think it's a man-made lake, but it's, you know, it's 35 acres, it's decent size, there's bass and everything in it, and people are constantly out there fishing every day, and the neighborhood is really great. And um, I, Yeah, I love your backyard. She lives like in a treehouse almost it, it, with a it is nice. view of the it's lake. And, yeah, it's yeah. really relaxing. It's a, your own resort in your backyard. It's more than I thought we would get for our first house, especially, you know, being landlocked. So I'm, I'm really happy with it. But, oh, good thing you mentioned the house buying because that was probably the most stressful thing of the whole moving process coming over here. Although I know a lot of people don't PCS and then buy a house at the same time, but for me, um, 
because we're so hell-bent on purchasing a house, on buying a house, it was just kind of like a get-hot-and-do-it kind of deal. And that really, I guess, put more pressure on me than necessary. And um, word of advice, if your real estate agent ever says, okay, you have to sign this uh, agreement with my company that I can only exclude, you will only deal with me exclusively for 90 days, don't sign it because that's if if they're confident in the service that they'll provide for you, they won't they won't try to pressure you into signing that contract. It's not mandatory. There's no state law saying that that you have to sign it in order for them to sell you a house or to you know sell your house for you. It's just kind of like an extra guarantee for them that you know that you're exclusive to them that you're not working. You're not going anything. anywhere. Right. right, and I had made the mistake of signing that document because once I had signed it, and this is not all agents because there are really outstanding agents out there, but it just so happened that I got the, the one agent who just kind of didn't listen to what I wanted and really, you know, just kind of did her own thing. And Wendy and I sat for, you know, hours online looking at houses and basically found this house on, on our own. I'm like, hey, Wendy, what do you think about this? And she, Wendy knew more about what I wanted in the property than my agent <laughs> did. And to me, that's kind of scary. But yeah, learning lessons learned, definitely. Yeah, don't be afraid to speak up. Well, how did you – I did have another question. How did you um, talk about the house and uh, keep it, you know, Nate in the process and make him feel a part of the home buying process? Um, how did you, was it hard, you know, did you do video? I don't even remember what you did now. Well, a lot of picture taking and a lot of emailing and um, really high cell phone bills. I mean, I honestly, we spent probably 1000 to 2000 in about six weeks in just getting on the phone because I'm calling long distance to Japan. And, and trying to hash out, you know, okay, this is what this is and this is this and what you think and just kind of going back and forth about it um, because I I was really apprehensive about just purchasing a house without him being here to physically do the walkthrough and say, hey, you know what, that counter's a little low or this faucet's, you know, leaking because I really don't know anything about houses. I mean, other than, okay, the walls aren't falling down and there are no holes anywhere and the roof's not right. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. I, I really wanted him here for that, but um, we did do a lot of emails, and luckily for me, my husband's a you know is a surface guy, so they pretty much have email unless they get locked down for some reason. So communication was pretty, pretty easy, and I did take some video, but I guess you know on the ship they only have a limited space for their emails and stuff, so I couldn't really send a lot of the larger clips, but okay. a lot of the, the smaller ones I did send. And then I would get his feedback, and then a lot of times he'd ask me to go back to the house and take different pictures from different angles or if I missed anything. And, yeah, it's frustrating, especially if you have an agent that doesn't really want to facilitate that process for you, like set up the appointments and stuff. Um, it is frustrating to get back into the house to take pictures again, you know, but it's, you just got to do what you got to do. Right. Well, um, I love your house. I think it's a really cute, cute house. I can't wait to come over again. Um, <laughs> um, I, I, so he's, so he's, is he happy with the house? I mean, I'm sure he is, but I have to ask. 
Is he? Is it everything he thought it was going to be from the pictures? Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah. Well, you know, the yard was was a big surprise because we didn't expect to have to put so much time into the yard as far as maintenance and stuff. But right. By far, you know, he made the comment to me that this was his easiest PTS move ever. You know, in the eleven, ten, eleven years that he's been in, because he just, you know, he he got on the max flight out of Japan, got to Seattle, spent a week there with his family, you know, his mom and dad and sisters and then flew out here and signed for the house. And the next week, we had moved in from the apartment to the house. And then two weeks after that, our household goods showed up. And <laughs> so we were we were set. We were sleeping on a an air mattress, and that really sucks. They're not very comfortable. So, you know, that's yeah, I think I think that should be, like, standard issue for military spouses sometimes, uh, air yeah. mattress, because we all end up sleeping on one sooner or later. We spent a weekend on air mattress. Just a weekend, but um, it still was, yeah, kind of uncomfortable. Our house was empty. We signed for our house on a Friday, but our household goods didn't arrive till Monday. Um, At least you only had a weekend. Yeah, it was just a weekend, and and it could have actually worked out had there been better planning um, on housing part. But we just, you know, how that goes. You can never plan everything um, to a T. So. All right, Jackie. Well, thanks for hanging out with me and telling us your story. I think it's pretty amazing, you know, PCSing from Japan with your husband at sea, you know, for a job, buying a car, getting an apartment, house hunting, buying a house, and he flies in the day pretty much the day to sign the papers. So I think that's a pretty unique experience, to say the least. But I just, I don't know, I, I kind of feel I got lucky on the in the whole process. Because, you know, my household goods could have sank. As a matter of fact, I just want to share that story with you. <laughs> I never thought about him. that. I sat through the PCS workshop in Yokosuka, and Scott Keen is amazing. He is the uh, He's one of the educators in Yokosuka, and he gets up and he does this part. He does his um, presentation on, you know, like Jessica said, insurance. Making sure that you have the insurance for your household goods because if you know one your couch gets scratched or your table leg gets broken off, you want to have that insurance. Well, there's there was um, a civilian who had actually gone to Japan, loaded all of her belongings, you know, to ship it over to Japan, and so she waited and waited and waited for her household goods to show up, and finally she got a phone call from. I think it was um, one of the Japanese moving companies, and they they said, okay, um, we have some bad news for you. Your shipment got damaged. And um, and she said, well, what do you mean damaged? And they said, well, maybe, I don't know quite exactly how the story went, but she ended up going down to the, the shipping dock in Yokohama, and, um, and they held up a piece of scrap metal, like no bigger than your hand, and they said, I'm sorry, but this is what's left of all of your household goods. She lost everything. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. The um the shipping freight or the boat had, I guess they had gotten into some rough seas, and there was, like, huge waves crashing on the deck. And, you know, the the um, the containers, they're, they're only, like, bolted down with really flimsy ties. They're not, like, 
super gangster, you know, stuck to the, the top deck of the boat, and the I guess the waves and the, the rolling of the ship had just pushed all of the cargo um, containers off the side. <gasps> and that, oh. that little piece that was bolted to the deck was the, the last That was her. the piece that was that left. That was it. Yep, that was it. And so, you know, like what Jessica said, make sure that you have, you know, that, that insurance. And um, the Navy's been really good because sometimes late last year, I believe, or right before IPCS, they had made a new policy where you get, I think it's 100% full replacement value for your, your goods that, you know, get damaged. So, like, you know, before with your TV, you bought it, say, for $1,000, and it gets damaged. Well, they'll look at the TV, and they'll say, okay, your TV's selling for 700 or something to that extent. So that's what they'll give you. It's some sort of prorated system, you know. Um, gotcha. Personal property, right. guys, don't hold this against me. But it's some sort of prorated system where you don't get the full value. And how it works now is, you know, they'll replace it at either – what, they'll buy you either the comparable model or something in that same price range. It won't be like you lose out huge chunks of money because of the depreciation of your item. But that's something to look into. Um, and I'm I'm not sure if that's, you know, worldwide or if it's just an overseas thing. But, dear listeners, you know, I, I strongly suggest that you ask your personal property office about that. When you keep yeah, that. that's a very good point because... It could certainly happen. I mean, my phone's switching phones. Sorry, my phone was beeping. If you heard that, sorry. Um, uh, you know, I, I, I wanted to tell everybody, too, I had one last thing. Um, in the Military Spouse magazine, there's an article in there that the editor wrote, Babette, and she talks about a dresser that she's had that her mom gave her. Her mom is a military spouse. This dresser has made 27 moves, and I can't imagine, you know, losing, you know, like, you know, having your household goods go to the bottom of the ocean at all. You know, of course, you know, the, if you can ship maybe or carry with you if you're in the States and put in your car your photo albums or whatever is priceless, uh, but there's a cool story in there. She writes about this, this dresser that has 27 stickers on the back of it of all the places that her mom and her at PCS over the years. That's awesome. Isn't that cool? That kind of, yeah, to have that kind of memory. And it's her that son's really cool. yeah, it's her son's dresser now and um she says every time she moves she puts a piece of tape over the sticker and um then writes the date and the location. So, you know, if you're listening to this now and, and you've PCS or you're getting ready to PCS you know, those stickers that come on all of your stuff, you know, pick one piece of furniture that you're just going to leave those stickers on. And whether it's a chair or a desk or a dresser, and then make it, you know, a little treasure of your own and, and mark on there the date and your piece, you know, what your duty station is at that time. So I think that's a cool thing to do. That is like magnet. Yeah. Collect the magnet. What? Say that again? When you go, like, what I do is I collect magnets. So, oh, okay. you know, Disney Tokyo 2006 or, you know, Hong Kong 2007, that kind of deal. But right. your magnets kind of take up a lot of space, and Nate doesn't like them very much. He keeps trying to toss them whenever I'm not looking. But that's what I do. I don't do um, stickers just because 
now I don't really have much to stick them to. It's not a dress or anything. Well, I think, you know, as long as, you know, we pick at least one thing that we can chronicle, you know. Go back to. Yeah, that kind of tells the story of our military, you know, moves throughout, you know, the time, our time while we're still PCSing. So, all right, Jessica, well, you know what, Um, Jackie, I'm going to keep you on the phone if you don't mind, and I'm going to close out the show because we only have a few minutes left if you don't mind hanging out. No, thanks for having me. Okay. Cool. I, mean, I don't. I don't. I know I didn't have like a tragedy of a story, but you know, it it was kind of refreshing to not have a totally stressed out my household goods disappeared kind of experience for once. It's probably gonna be my first and only, you know, until we retire. So I'm gonna relish it. Well, I hope you know our listeners that are you know tuning in. You know, that they just know that no matter what their situation is, is that, you know, you try and just make the best of it and um, you learn from others as you go along. And, uh, you know, the Navy will do its best to take care of you. You just have to ask questions to a lot of people that you know that have PCS so you can get information that will help you in your, to make it easier, like the sponsor information and asking about insurance and, and those kinds of things. And I'm using the Internet to help ease your transition from Google Earth to Apartment.com and, and websites like that. Oh, can I say one more thing, Wendy? Oh, sure. Okay, Military Homefront has that Plan My Move. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was actually on my I, list. Okay. Yeah, I use that, too, to find out about my, you know, about Millington, like what the schools are and, you know, that kind of stuff. So that's also a good place to for your listeners to look too. So it's militaryhomefront.com, right? I think it's militaryhomefront.dod.mil. I think oh, you're right. Google okay. Military Homefront, it'll pull up. It'll come up. Yeah, just Google Military Homefront and then click on pick your installation or select your installation. Yeah, when that, like that. And then there's a map and everything, and it's really neat. You just click through the map for your state and then your city. Or if you're going, you know, overseas, you click on your country and then click on from there, um, and it'll take you straight to your installation. It'll have like a directory of telephone numbers, everything from the lodge to the CDC to um, housing to just every kind of phone number that you would want to have. It'll have listed there. So yeah. Okay, well, um, I want to tell everybody, coming up on Navy Wife Radio, a couple of shows that we have for June, we're having a fitness show. Nikki Fitness, um, she'll be on the show, and then we're having a show on home businesses. So if you're listening and you have a home business or um, you've always wanted to start your own home business, then this show is for you. We want to hear from you. You can email us at wendy at navywiferadio.com. If you have a topic or a guest that you would like to have or discussed on Navy Wife Radio, you can email me that information also. That's wendy at navywiferadio.com. Uh, tonight's show was sponsored by thesubreport.com. It's your daily source for submarine news and events, so head on over to thesubreport.com. Our disclaimer is we're not part of any official government agency, the Department of the Navy, or the Department of Defense, and the views and opinions expressed here are our own, and they don't reflect official Navy policy. Any advice we give is strictly the authors, and should you require professional counseling, please seek a qualified therapist. Well, thanks, Jackie. I hope you had fun. Oh, she might have already. Hello. She might have put me on mute. Well, Jackie, honey, I hope you had a good time. 
Um, I want to remind everybody, again, we're here Tuesdays at 9 p.m. Eastern. Our show is um, usually about an hour long. Sometimes we go 90 minutes, so make us part of your summer routine. And um, Are you back? Yes, I am. Sorry about oh, that. That's I okay. Kind of freaked out on me for a minute. That's okay. I just wanted to say thanks again for coming on the show. Oh, thanks for having me. I hope you had fun. And, I did. Um, pretty nervous. Oh, it's you, you'll get over that. It's okay. <laughs> oh, you did a good job. All right, everybody. Um, you've been listening to Navy Wife Radio. You can visit us online at NavyWifeRadio.com for archive shows, showtimes, and upcoming guest information. Up and-